queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Another crazy week of wrestling. All kinds of wonderful chaos is happening in WWE, but we'll dive into that later. It's anniversary time, not for us, for our guests. Um, if you've heard the show over the over the uh, last year, we've been a huge um, supporter of Russell Rave and with a local promotion here in Houston. And coming up on August 20th, they're having their first year anniversary spectacular. And we want to welcome back today, Nick Irene from Russell Rave. Hello. Hello again. And I appreciate you calling it by the, not just calling it the anniversary show, but the first year anniversary spectacular. Yeah, I I had to look up the poster to make sure I got the name right. (laughs) Yes, we wanted to make sure that uh, it wasn't just the anniversary. I remember... uh, you know, there's it's this is our equivalent to stupendous marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to go. Nice way to go. Wow, one year already. Can, oh yes. my god, can you believe it? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really can't. But uh, but here we are. Our, our little outlaw mud show has made it this far. <laughs> and so. What's the best way you can describe this past year as um, as far as, like, with re- how everything's gone in WrestleRave? Uh, just uh, on wrestling. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, fun. Learned a lot along the way. Uh, the shows have gotten, in my opinion, and I'm maybe a little biased, but uh, have still gotten significantly better uh, just on not only just in the ring, but uh, just organization purposes and learning on that and it feels like uh, it felt like it kind of started at the beginning of this year, and it's been a steady increase of the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of the the overall presentation of the show has just over just been going up and up and up, mm-hmm. and I feel like each show is getting a little better, which is good. And I think this is probably going to be our best one yet, so um, that's what I'm hopeful for. That's what I'm expecting, and that's what I'm striving for this uh, first year anniversary spectacular to be, because it has to be a spectacular. Of course, of course. And one thing, unfortunately, one thing you did learn over the past year, uh, don't run a show the same weekend as uh, New Texas or ROW, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Reality Wrestling, yeah, that was, uh, that was ill-advised. Uh, but I appreciate the 10 people that were there for that show in November. Uh, those are our true, those are our true fans. 
Um, but uh, that's another thing. Our crowds have significantly gone up uh, oh, wow. over months so, uh, by each show. So, again, I appreciate any and everyone who has ever bought a ticket, bought a shirt, sponsored an event, and especially wrestled for us. Uh, we appreciate every single one of y'all. And that's kind of what you're going to be able to see on this show is we're going to have a lot of faces from, you know, we're not necessarily going to have one set of commentators or one ring announcer. We're bringing kind of, it's a, it's like a high school reunion kind of we're just can bring in everybody back uh, that helped us along the way uh, and tried to get as many people from, from the past as we could to uh, as a, as a token of gratitude to no matter if you worked one show for us or all eight of them, yeah. uh, we appreciate you for what you've done. Sweet. Awesome. Bring the family back together a little bit. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. So I was looking over this uh, poster and everything. Okay. You're you're gonna have to explain this to me. Um. Last year, I know at the first show you had a crown battle royal and everything, but it's like, what the hell is a reverse crown battle royal? Okay. Yeah. So I get that question a lot. Believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> um. So we're gonna have eight, as you see, uh, eight people that are gonna be in this. We have. Rook Tyler, who's in the Dallas area, now our defending Anytime Anywhere champion. That's been a new recent addition to the show. I've uh, seen that. Uh, we have Jazzy J. Sirius, a local favorite. Amorous Blair, who you may know. Um, we also have JT Justin Tyler. We all hate him. Self-proclaimed Mr. WrestleRave. Uh, Cosmo <laughs> Orion is in the match. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There's like eight people. in the. Oh, uh, Austin Reddick. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, uh, you may know him for Walmart fame. Lord Adrian will also be in the match. Okay. The Walmart wrestling guy. I'm sure if you haven't seen him, you can look it up. I think I may have seen a video, but it, nothing recent. Well, uh, so the so obviously last year was the Crown Battle Royal where the winner got a pint of crown. Well, this year to get the pint of crown, all eight competitors have to start outside the ring. Okay. So they have to brawl to get inside the ring. And if they go over the top rope into the ring, then they can qualify for the next portion of the match. So the first four of the eight um, that go over the top rope get to be in the next portion of the match. Stay with me. (laughs) Those four will then participate in the battle royal portion where, you know, traditional over the top rope, yada, yada, yada. The final two turns into a one-on-one match. And the winner of that will get the delicious and nutritious bottle of whiskey. (laughs) What flavor? Uh, We're probably going to just stick with traditional, but uh, I will let the competitors vote um, if they want any flavors. But uh, in my opinion, if you flavor your whiskey, then it's not real whiskey, right? No, the peach one is fantastic. Thank you very fucking much. (laughs) I've been alone myself. I like the vanilla and the apple personally too, but I think uh, you know to give. Uh, I feel like you want to win the uh, the actual the actual whiskey, but you know, to each their own. But we'll see, we'll see who wins that uh, that monstrosity. But it will be fun. It will be fun. It's a uh, a good way to uh, show. It's a goes as another example of how we want to try to be different. We want to try to be the show that doesn't normally have the normal, you know, a la one-on-one match, you know, mm-hmm. to have something a little different for everybody. 
And I think on this card, you'll especially see that we tried our best to have a little something for everyone. Oh, of course, for sure. Let's see. Okay, so I know at the end of the last show, uh, you had a surprise appearance from Mr. Charlie Haas. And, we had a couple um, yeah, well, I mean, it's like, well, okay, one of the one of the special appearances was for Mr. Charlie Haas, and now this show, he's taking on uh, one of the regulars from Russell Rave, uh, Chris Carter, who is actually my husband's favorite. Um, geez, Louise, I saw that. Good I saw take. that tweet, and I was like, Good take. Oh. <laughs> I saw that, and I was going, "Damn, Charlie Haas here in Houston? What the hell, man?" Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be uh, Charlie's first appearance in Houston, I think, in, uh, I mean, it's been a while since he's actually, he's never appeared in that premier arena. So we were the first to get him in there. But yeah, Charlie Haas, former WWE tag team champion, former Ring of Honor tag team champion. And uh, funny story about that. So Charlie came to the show and uh, someone was driving him to the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it was his old tag team partner, Sheldon Benjamin. So yeah, that was a little bit of a uh, try not to mark out fanboy moments of uh, oh, just wow. casually. Sheldon, just casually, Sheldon Benjamin's there. So yeah, only been watching that guy since I was a kid. Still looks great, <laughs> by the way. Still looks great. Of course, yeah, definitely. All right. So the rest of the card looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, Heidi and Rachel going at it. Uh, your wrestling de- deathmatch championship match. All right, but I'm just going to skip all the other. I'm just going to skip right to it. How did you finally broker the deal to get them back in Houston? And you know uh, who I'm talking about. I'm sure you're referring to the Kirks. Uh, yes, after I am referring of, to the Kirks. After months of long negotiations, we were finally able to negotiate a deal, which includes, uh, you know, we had to give them a suite at one of Houston's finest hotels. Uh, you know, I had to pay a lot of money out of pocket, but that's how much I cared about Aaron Mercer and wanted him to get his championship back. Um, so yeah, we had to pull some money out of the out of the pocket to make sure it happened. We are having a private driver pick them up from their hotel and drive them back. Um, let's see what else they have. They're they wanted a certain color of M and M's. I have my team working on that, uh, and they want and they wanted a security escort um, to protect them from the uh, quote Texas trash. So, so a security entrance and a lot of other pomp and circumstances to be expected uh, for their uh, for their entrance uh, come Saturday. Texas, tra- I hope that didn't come out of their mouth because there is. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to DM Casey and ask her what the fuck because she knows damn good and well I live here. <laughs> well, look, you can't you may- can't help it. I'm sorry, I told you to leave that state a long time ago. Texas is trash. We take offense to that, but it's all good. If you know anything about Texas, we know that we're number one. That's the one thing we know about Texas. <laughs> yeah, number one, full of shit. Well, go get them, cat. If that's how you feel, go get them. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, yeah, but... uh, and another and another uh, another uh, caveat for the for the deal was that it had to be both of them versus Aaron Mercer in a handicap match. So, although Aaron, although they have the championship, Aaron Mercer is actually the champion still. So, 
if the Kirks do win the match, they will officially be the WrestleRave champion. But whoever pins Aaron Mercer will actually be the champion. So, say, if Casey pins Aaron Mercer, then Casey Kirk is the champion. If Brandon pins Mercer, then he's the champion. That would actually be pretty cool if Casey did it, but 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 uh, I, but I disagree. It, I wouldn't say cool, but it would be nice to say it would be nice to say that uh, she actually is the champion instead of uh, you know stealing it and doing God knows what with it based on you know photos they sent. That is true. <laughs> Because it's been quite a, it, it, it's been six months now, and so those two have been on a tear this last six months with like teasing y'all with the title and just like causing all kinds of ruckus. Yeah, they've been great. Yeah, but hope, but luckily on August twentieth, it all comes to an end, and it's uh, you know no rules, no holes barred, anything goes, and you know when it you know when the Kirks are in, anything goes that uh, usually means a lot of uh, fuckery is going to happen. Well, it is a death match, and uh, it is two-on-one, so who knows what the hell's going to... Ha- who knows what the hell is going to happen, so... But uh, the card looks absolutely fantastic, and uh, tickets are still available on Eventbrite? Yes, ma'am. Alright, awesome. Anything else that uh, the crowd should expect from the show? Well, we have the reverse crown battle royal. We have uh, Max Heights versus Prince Adam, which should be a really good match for the Ringside Records Kingpin Championship. Uh, as you said earlier, our deathmatch championship with Dmitry Alexandrov against Sawyer Wreck, making her first Houston appearance. Um, and Heidi Howitzer, Rachel Rose, as you said. I'm trying to think of all the other matches off the top of my head. Um, but that should be, uh, and we have a DJ performing. We finally figured out that uh, Russell Rave should have a little rave before before the show. So yeah, we will have uh, a DJ performing from five to seven um, inside the warehouse uh, to get you nice and hyped before before showtime. So it's going to be a really fun event. I think uh, it's going to be one of our better ones. And of course, uh, Chris Carter, Charlie Haas, first time ever as well. So I mean. You- you pick a match on the card. I think. Uh, I think if you ask uh, twenty wrestling fans, I think ten. I think uh, each. I think each one of the matches is one of their most hype matches, as far as trying to give everyone something, something to look forward to, and something that they are excited for, and while being uh, different and give someone something every give some give everyone a little something. Nice, nice. Well, um, we can't wait to see what happens. We just want to extend our congratulations to you and to rest, everyone at WrestleRay for the one-year anniversary. And I just, we just hope y'all knock it out of the park on Saturday next week. Very confident we will and appreciate it. And, of course, love and support goes to the Queen's Takeover, long supporter of, of WrestleRay. Without y'all, uh, we would be... Uh, we would be just uh, just little marks sitting on the couch dreaming about it. So we appreciate all and all the other sponsors, and again, all the fans uh, who have bought a ticket, bought a T-shirt, uh, supported a wrestler, and of course, all the wrestlers who um, give their body and their limbs to entertain entertain the fans and make our show as good as it is. 
right awesome well nick thank you so much for joining us today and um hope i can make it out there on saturday but uh go kill it man thanks again will do and also just real quick uh you know you get there yeah, the guests will also be uh, introduced to some raffles. We're going to have some raffles. And, of course, free liquid death. Liquid death is back to give you all free samples of that cool. as well. As well as, uh, of course, the traditional jello shots will also be there in the house. So be ready for that. We're going to have fun on on Saturday. All right. Can't, can't wait, man. Well, thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. All right, so next piece of business. I like to go on my rants. Jester likes the whole court. I had to think of a way. What's the for the boss lady? Well, Firing boss off. Bosses like to, yeah, fight. Bosses like to fire off and everything. And so Kayla is going to get in touch with her Kayla and Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh, Lord. So boss lady tells me this week she needs to go off on con. So uh, boss lady. Fire away. Normally, when a released wrestler gets signed with AEW, I get excited for them because they're going, you know, to a new promotion, maybe, you know, hopes to make a name on themselves. Well, after Wednesday, their debut, or was it Rampage? Whatever. Wednesday or Friday, don't remember a tweet comes out that parker whatever you want to say his last name is all elite oh it's after rampage okay he's all elite okay why because in my opinion he ain't ready to wrestle in pro wrestling he's proved that um also the little bastard runs in the ring like he's got a corn cob stuck up his ass Second of all, probably the only reason Tony Khan even fucking signed him is because he looks like the next Brock Lesnar, and Tony Khan is too stupid enough to realize he'll never get the real Brock Lesnar. So he was might get somebody that looks like the Brock Lesnar. As everybody states on the internet, Brock Lesnar is what you get from Amazon. Scarlet or not Scarlet, Parker Brudeau is what you get off a of Wish. Exactly. Um. Also, I saw something that he's a little belly hurt that a certain killer and a smoke show didn't want to come and pay for his amount of money for a jobber match for Wardlow. I'm sorry. They're smarter than that. Now that you really lost your opportunity, you just want to sign somebody. Like Jolie said, you want to sign the wish looking Brock Lesnar. Well, guess what? I'm not a fan of Parker. I never was. Yeah, he follows on EDS Sports Wrestling page. Yeah, he follows my personal on Twitter. If he finds this podcast and listens to it, he might fucking block me. But do I care? No, not really. I don't like you. Oh, well. And you're in the category of Jay Cargill, which, yeah, I'm not going to say what she reminds me of. Um, but we discussed it with, the, um, with each other. Um, but anyway, enough said. Tony, I'm just saying you fucked up. You could have done better. Because there's a lot of people out there that if you really want to add wrestling to the thing, then he um, has more experience. He's not it. He ain't ready. He wasn't ready in WWE. He sure hell ain't ready now. And then it really aggravates me now that somebody I'm trying to like on, you know, in pro wrestling kind of gained on me. Sonny Kiss is now your alliance. 
after you knocked the balls off of Orange Cassidy Friday night and joined your little trust busters or butt busters or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, no. No, no, no. Big, big mistake. So, Parker, I'm not excited for you in All Elite, so... <laughs> Bye. Oh, and you better not touch any titles either because... You don't be the next that. Goldberg. Lord help us all. <laughs> he literally runs like he's got a corn cob stuck up his ass. I'll have to find that video that he did from Rampage and send it to you all. He literally runs like he's got a corn cob stuck up his ass. Ugh, yuck. All right, I, I want to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to go off. I actually, um, I want to know why now, in August or yeah, in August. When people were pushing for Sonny Kiss back during Pride Month to at least be featured on TV. Now they have him coming out and, you know, blindsiding Orange Cassidy, who has one of the stupidest sticks in all of wrestling. And I don't care what the fuck you say. That is the stupidest stick in all of fucking wrestling. Parker, okay, while he may be the wish version of Brock Lesnar, he is better in ring than Jade. That that was actually kind of a shitty take because he actually does have a lot more skill in ring than she does. And at least he hasn't hurt anybody. Okay, I'll give him that. We'll have to see all that part. Okay. Well, I mean, he played a, as as creepy as he was in NXT. Like, he played an excellent acolyte. And he has that presence. Jade doesn't have that presence. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. And if I get called, oh, that's racist. No, it's not. I love Athena. I love Sasha. I love Naomi. If they were acting like Jade, I'd call them out on their shit, too. She's not that good. You have mm-hmm. fucking Kira Hogan right fucking there, who's ten times better than she is in ring. You have Th- Thunder Rosa, who's Latina, ten times better in ring. Athena is ten. Velvet. Yes. There are so many better wrestlers. Like You say, oh, that's racist. No, I'm being true. I'm not looking at skin color or anything like that. So before people come at me for this comment, it's just that she does not have it to me. You know. Fat B is better than her. I'm sorry, I said it. <laughs> Fuck off, I said it. But I will give her credit on that. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's still got a lot of improving and stuff to do. Not that he can't wrestle, but when it came to him and Jade, yeah. Put those two in a match together. There we go. Oh, no, sorry. But <laughs> again, like your issue with Tony and my issue with Tony is, you keep signing all of these people. You keep opening up your checkbook, well, and you'll say, "Well, WWE's doing the same." No, WWE is trying to right the wrongs that Vince created. Exactly. There is no need to keep signing people when you have Miro sitting there, wanting to yeah. come back to WWE because he ain't happy. I mean, yes, Swerve is is fine where he's at. Keith Lee is fine where he's at. But you know, the funny thing was. People kept saying, well, where's Andrade, 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 Andrade? And then finally he shows up and it's like, but he can't do some of their shows because he has contracts that specifically say he can't work with New Japan people. Yeah. So that that screws things up. And another thing, what the fuck are you doing with ROH, my dude? Seriously, you have... You, you you have all these wrestlers at your fingertips. And as much as I loathe the spies, wish they would stop wrestling because they are the worst fucking disgusting pieces of shit of humans known as the Briscoes. 
And before, well, he apologized. I don't fucking care. You can apologize all you want for being transphobic, homophobic. It doesn't mean that shit and hate is not in your heart still. Because you don't, you don't just sit there and, and flip a switch or say, I'm going to donate money. No, unless you actually see what a trans man or a trans woman has to go through or a gay man or a gay woman has to go through on the fucking daily, especially nowadays. No, they are still pieces of trash. And that's why I love when FTR beats the ever-loving fucking shit out of them. Because Uncle Dax is an ally. Uncle Dax has been an ally. I love Uncle Dax. And like people are like, well, you like an AEW? I have supported FTR since they were in an NXT. I have loved those two guys. As you know, they're some of the coolest dudes ever. So, but you have all these guys that are just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. Start a tour up, Tony. Do house shows. Well, we don't want our wrestlers wrestling 300 days out of the year. No, so you put them on fucking YouTube. We get to watch shitty-ass matches. Or we get to watch shitty-ass pay-per-view titles. The Quake at the Lake. The fuck is that? Or you get to watch wrestlers on dark that build up and build up and build up and so close to having a championship only to fall short because they tore their ACL again. Not only that, which, you know, to me does not make sense that it tore that easily because usually, and this comes from somebody who, number one, has played sports, number two, has known people have torn their ACL, and number three, has listened to sports medicine saying it's usually stronger when it comes back. So my question is, did they rush her back too soon? It was her other it, one. It's her other knee. Oh, it's, it's her, her other knee. knee. Yeah, it's so it's not knee. the one she injured before. No, it's, it's the other one. knee. Ooh. Which might have been might have been easier way it tore is because she did have one. There was the match when she teamed up with Athena and she kept favoring it and she kept wrestling on it. So it might have had a lot of favor and that when she went to do that kick and came down on it, that might have wanted it. No, it is the other one. Not the same one. Which, okay. by the way, Chris, girl, please get better. Come back. I know you'll be stronger than ever to get your, finally get your championship. I don't care if it's TBS, Amen. AEW, world champion, women's champion, whatever. But please get better. I know it's going to be a year, but I know when you come back, it's going to be awesome. But, um, yeah, girl, I'm praying for you to, for speedy recovery. Amen. So... All right. Well, then that makes. I didn't know it was. I thought it was the same knee, which I made no sense to me because usually that's stronger. No, but so. Okay, so. (laughs) So I will say this, Chris. Get in touch with Bailey, because apparently she looks ten times better. Get in touch with Tegan Knox. She knows what she can help you. Dakota Kai can help you. Those three women right there have torn their ACLs, and they came back stronger. And Mm -hmm. if if anybody knows about re tearing their ACL again. Is Tegan. So mm-hmm. we do. I and you know what? And I'm gonna say this. I Chris, I think you need to leave AEW. Fuck them. Come to a women's division that would actually probably appreciate you. I'm sorry, I think WWE would appreciate her more. Either way, I support her. And can you just imagine some of those freaking dream matches? Charlotte Flair. Bailey, Becky Lynch at some point, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, 
Who else? Dakota, Dakota Kai, Kai Io, Io Sky. Oh, Sky. Um, hello, Zelina Vega. Love to see that match. Ooh, that'd be a good one. You know what? Let, let's go to a throwback. Let's let's do an extreme, extreme match. Lita versus Chris. Ooh, that'd be sweet. But the point I'm trying to make is that you have all of these people there. And you don't utilize them. And you keep doing stupid ass shit like having Moxley in the fucking walls of Jericho and then you cut to a commercial. And then he's still back in the walls of Jericho when you come back on. Nah, I noticed that too. I, I don't even watch it. People are like, what? Like, so you're telling me he was in that for all that time and he couldn't get out of it? I'm like, Shit, most people were tapped out by then. <laughs> and please, for the love of God, can you cut back on the blood? Yeah, it's getting too much. I'm like, it's just, it's not that it's disgusting. I don't mind blood in matches. But my thing is, yeah, I love first blood matches. I love hardcore matches when they were needed, when that feud brought it to it. Not seeing Moxley covered in blood every fucking week. I mean, he just had what he had the match with Jericho, and then he had the GCW match where he's covered in blood, and now he's going against Nick Cage again for a title versus career match. Like, Renee, I feel sorry for you, Mama. Do you do you have him put his blood in like little bags so you can give him transfusions when he gets home? Like I I would love to know that. But I mean, Tony, cut back on the fucking blading. This isn't the eighties. Moxley is not Ric Flair. It's just disgusting and it's just it's unnecessary. If I wanted to watch blood, I put on Shark Week. Or some of the most goriest horror movie out there that's like. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, no, no. If we're going to talk about horror movies, the best horror movies when you don't <laughs> see. No, 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 no. Like, oh, you see all the, the gory, the gory. No, no, no. It's the psychological where you don't see the fucking killer until the very end. Mm. And you just see the bodies just getting pulled or dropped or anything like that. It's just. It's. Those are the, the movies that I love. Kind of like the. Kind of like if you, uh, the first ever original Friday the 13th movie, like you never really figured out who it was. I mean, obviously people knew who it was, but I'm just saying you never really saw their face until the end. It's like, hey, I'm the one that's killing people. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody expected it to be Mama. Uh -uh. (laughs) But no, I do have to agree with Jolie. It seems like it's like Mox don't understand the word non-blood in any of his matches anymore. Yeah, it's like so. It's so. It's so unnecessary. It's really not needed. It's just like go in there, just put on a killer match with the action. People want the action. They don't want the blood all the time. It's like if it's too much blood, people will start turning off, unless they're sickos. Well, I mean, let's compare matches. Let's look at Shinsuke versus Vol or Gunter, Jericho versus Moxley. Yeah. On the surface, both matches should be killer. But one match 
didn't need blood to put on a fantastic fucking show. So, but I, I'm I'm with the boss lady on this all the way. Like you know, signing people, the constantly assigning people when you already have a stacked roster. You know, you're Hangman's been doing what twiddling his thumbs backstage. Yeah, he finally showed back up. For the most part, and Young Bucks won him to join that tournament, but I think he turned him down, so. Oh. Well, I think yeah. I think Omega's coming back. Yeah, that's what they're speculating. Noodlehead! <laughs> mm, ramen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright. Speaking of idiots. Well, that narrows it down. I got one for you. Brad Shepard. We talk about we talk enough shit about Meltzer on the show. Shepard's in a fucking category on his own. Like I, I tweeted. Know. Like I tweeted. The only woman that man has ever touched was latex. And blowed up. Mm-hmm. He is a giant walking pile of human and animal excrement that misogynists love and would probably get his ass kicked by every woman in the fucking company. In any company. And And I know he was making fun of Sasha, but what that dumb fuck does not seem to understand is that most of that was makeup. Now, if you want to talk plastic, talk to Natty. But that was makeup. Yeah, you, yeah, dumbass. And if anyone doesn't know what we're referring to, he tweeted out on the sixth with a with a couple of pictures from uh, with uh, Sasha from C two E two. He says too many women in the industry are getting bad plastic surgery to their face. It's the responsibility of men to tell women. This isn't normal or attractive. Douche. Idiot. Hell, Sasha can kick his ass. And you know what? I give respect to Kazi and to Sasha for not even saying shit to him. Because they damn well knew the fan base would come after Brad faster than a fucking fart in church. Right. Here's another... Here's another example of how stupid Brad is. He tweeted out about an hour ago. If AJ Francis is top dollar, then Swerve Strickland is bottom dollar. So glad so glad they're back in WWE without the dead weight. When the hell is Sir Swerve Strickland dead weight? I mean, yes, they don't need him right now because he's doing fine in AEW and they're trying to make a bring back and bring in, make a name for themselves. In WWE again. But he was never a dead weight. I swear. Brad Brad Shepard doesn't know. A a good thing when it slaps him in the face. He's a fucking idiot. (sighs) Lord have mercy. You know. I know one day. We'll be part of the press scrum. Or even backstage. At Wrestlemania. Or any pay-per-view event. And he's there. I pray to God. I'm not there. Because the man will have no balls. Okay, I think we're going to have to get bail money if that happens. 
No, because I know it's going to happen that all three of us are going to be backstage at a wrestling event. And you know what it's going to be? We're going to have to hire extra security, not for us, but for <laughs> other people. Because we're like, all right, all right, come on, come on, Jester. Get the Jester. That's what we have to say. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seth Rollins is going to have me in a fucking headlock. Shit. Seth, put her down. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Seth, Becky, you need dance lessons. You need dancing lessons, honey. Well, it's kind of hard to dance with the shoulder sling. True, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. It was it was cute and everything, but yeah, she needs a little bit of dancing lessons. Man, oh, uh, can, can I just say something about that whole thing? Because. Yeah. I've been talking to a lot of my, my coworkers at the link and a lot of us are actually really excited about WrestleMania coming. And, you know, somebody's like, Oh, I got to know when my, my buddy wants to know when we guys start buying tickets. And I'm thinking they're doing that event there that, that. So next August, I might have to be work. I, I'm going to volunteer to work that shit. Watch party. Yeah. Dude, man. Like a lot of us are excited to like, and I know people that work at Wells Fargo and at the link and some of like, that's going to be good fucking money for them because that's five days. And we don't even know if they're going to do like an NXT takeover. That's true. Cause it's like, they tried to, they did it this year, like on the morning of uh, night one. So. So, so like, come this time next August, I'll be going to WrestleMania. We're going. We said when it came back on the East Coast, we wanted to go to the Vegas, but then we kind of debated. Then when they announced it, we didn't want to go to California. And then when they announced it, Philadelphia, I said, that's on the East Coast. We're going. So I'll be going to my first WrestleMania. We're not going to see, we're not going to hear, hear from Jolie at all for like about a week, probably. No, I'll be working. I know. I, 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 I'm our, like, the fact that like I'm gonna have to plan like you know when I could do access if they have access. Now the million dollar question is, do they have the staff work access if it's there? Like, can we volunteer for like? There's so many questions I want to know, <laughs> and like, it's just I I have never been so excited for an event. Like, I mean, I love working concerts. Don't get me wrong. Not looking forward to the concert at the end of the month, but that's another story for another time. But, like, you know, working the Taylor Swift concert, Coldplay, Rolling Stones, U2, uh, fucking love working that shit. Working the um, the, the arena games for ice hockey, fucking love that. But, like, this, they wouldn't have to pay me. I'd fucking volunteer. But, like, you know, it's like, I've already, I'm, I'm already trying to plan where, okay, where are they going to put it? What? Well, no. And it's like, you know, okay, well, how are they going to, like, I want to start visualizing this because, like, I want to know, like, all right, well, where should I ask to work? Yeah. I mean, I know that they're going to say, well, it's all hands on deck. You're going to have to go where you're going to go. But it's like, I understand that. But I I want to be in a certain spot. Like, I don't want to be floor. Absolutely do not want to be floor, but well, that's the best part. No, it's not. 
if I had my choice, it would be my section if it was on my side. If the stage was not against the highway. Right. Because, and, I, and the reason why I'm thinking it's going to be Citizens Bank side um, is because that's where all the concerts set up their stages. Okay. So I'm thinking it's going to be that way where they bring everything in. I know where all the superstars' buses are going to be. Um, like no I'm, stalking, no stalking. I'm not going to stalk, but no, like I know where like the con, like the only time I've ever stalked anybody was looking for Tom Brady so I could tell him to go fuck off. Why would she need to stalk anybody? She's met majority of them. That's mm. true, though. <laughs> no, the only person, the free. only person I would honestly like if I could. Besides Becky, Charlotte, Sasha Bailey, um, like I really want to meet Stephanie McMahon. Like that would be like if they said, "All right, you know, you guys can meet one person. Who do you want to be?" Stephanie. No ifs, ands, or buts. Because when it comes to women empowerment, she's the embodiment of it. And when it comes to duality, she's the embodiment of it. Because she plays a bitchy character, but she's not a bitch in real life. Right. And then, you know, I I would just love to meet Cody again. I think I would have about seven. I mean, I'll meet a bunch more, but I think I have about seven wrestlers I want to meet in person. And I think I'd be set. I'd be happy. I mean, there, left. I mean there are a couple more that like, Triple H is definite. But like, you know, when it comes to people like right now. I've met Roman, Drew. I've met Finn. Um, I wouldn't mind meeting Champa. I think Champa would be cool. I met Sami Zayn, the Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro. That was cool. Oh, I have to meet Liv Morgan. That's the last one I have to meet of the Riot Squad. I got Sarah and I got Ruby. Okay, add ten to my list. I'll be fine with Andy. Oh, actually. Liv will be here on the 27th. Uh, Fitterman Sports, they're doing a signing show at um, Pas- in Pasadena. And uh, you going to go? Thinking about it. It's so far for WWE, they only have Liv, Charlotte, and Ric Flair. Please, and I will say this with all utmost respect do not put me anywhere near Ric Flair. <laughs> Charlotte, I love you, but I'll kick your dad in the nuts. Right. Oh, man. But yeah. Hey, quick question. How far, not just out of curiosity, how far is Lincoln Financial from Wells Fargo? <laughs> um, you could jump off the roof and. It's literally right down the street. Lot. No, it's oh, literally right oh, really? next door. It's oh, right next door. Next door. It is. Oh. Tight. So, well, so my 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 complex is so you've got when you when you're on Broad Street and you're coming down the street, your first thing you'll see is Wells Fargo. It's Wells Fargo, Lincoln Financial, Citizens Bank Park. Our entire sports complex is right there. Okay. And the hotel nice. mom's looking at us literally walking distance to both. Okay, now not you. Not yet. I no trust me because I was year. doing the same thing. Probably about. I know when we tried to do it for Texas, we were able to get on there in February, 
do about that. No, when did we do it? It's about six months in advance. So probably by November, we'll go in there. Maybe I think. actually, actually, um, try a year out on if you go to hotels.com, try a year out. Mm-hmm. No, we don't, we don't book it that way. They charge you so much more. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom used to be in hotels, so she knows. Oh, okay. yeah, because she's yeah. Seen, no, no, I'm just saying, like Booking.com, Hotels.com, Priceline. You know, with her working the hotel business, she's seen so many people get screwed that way. Yeah, so she told me, "Don't ever book it that way." I usually get bet. I usually get better deals from there, but they did kind of screw me this past time because I booked the king size bed. And they sent over information for queen size. Also, you and your hubby had to do some extra cuddling. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, we took advantage. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> I-, I will say this. I've actually never had a bad interaction with booking.com. Because I always make sure I get the ones where I can pay on site that day. And I have so much time to cancel. We've always gotten good deals. There's one time where we did kind of get screwed, but that's because there was an issue in the complex itself that wasn't their fault. They fixed it, so. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so, like, like Kayla, I'm looking, everybody's like, well, you live an hour and a half. Like, what people don't understand is the staff is going to, especially people that work at Wells Fargo and especially people that volunteer to work everywhere else. We're going to be there pretty much the entire time. On fr- a Saturday and Sunday, I-, I will not see my house. You might as well get a hotel room there that week. That's what I'm, my plan is either to stay at my friend's house, which I might not because I just don't want to, I want to have my own space, right? My own bathroom. I, I love my ex-mom-in-law. I love my best friend, but no, no. Um. But if my friends come up and they rent a place, I might stay with them because I've. It's it's just there, there's so many. A lot of us are talking about getting rooms, because we do. A lot of us do have to drive. Some of you that live in the city, it's fine for them. But because like I'm an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes away, it's just it's. I would be leaving there at one two o'clock in the morning, because we literally have to wait for everybody to clear out. We have to clear sections. And depending on who has to set up the chairs, we might have to reset the chairs that night or it, that the chairs are going to be fun. I, I, I will tell you this right now. If there's any extra chairs, I'm grabbing one. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm taking this home. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I can't wait for my, they should be sending mine in a couple of weeks. Because no, because when I ordered a when I bought the uh, SummerSlam ticket, they had the option on there and Ticketmaster to get a chair as well. But they said they'd be they'd be sending it like uh, four weeks out after oh, the event cool. and everything. That's actually pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, I actually saw part of it. It's kind of like uh, tie dye psychedelic colors, and then on the seat itself is uh, Brock with a cowboy hat and everything. So it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't sit on them. Like I have the two against the wall and I've got my mine from WrestleMania thirty five. But like, you know, I like just displaying them just because they're just it's it's a fun thing. But I mean we're it's it's the start of time. It's WrestleMania. Like the, we got WrestleMania is like coming up in six months. Mm-hmm. And then you saying that San Antonio's 
What what's with Texas getting all the Royal Rumbles though? I, I'm not liking this. Texas gets everything, and it's aggravating me. Yeah, cover your head, cat. <laughs> well, I think the Kirk's got it right. And wave at my pink ring. Hey, 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 hey! I'm your friend. Remember? <laughs> I have family from Texas too. Don't mean it. I don't think the state's shit. The state is shit. I got cousins down there too. You ain't the only person down in Texas. I y'all love me. Damn it. We, we love you, not your state. state. Okay, all right. I'll 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 accept that. And I still hold a grudge against you because you got freaking Cody Rhodes return at WrestleMania. Hey, did you ever find a... Speaking of, did you ever find his uh, the Hell in a Cell chair? No. At a good price? No. Ah, shit. I'm going to have to help you. I'll have to, I'll have to help you look for that. I keep looking for it. I keep, you know, hoping that somebody throws it out there. I think the cheapest... I don't want to go too expensive. I think the cheapest one I found, someone was trying to sell it for 3500 And I was like, what the heck? I can make me one. Cheaper than that if I really wanted That's to. That's too much. I mean, they gouge that shit sometimes on eBay. That wasn't Ooh. even eBay. That was like... I found it on like the little marketplace or whatever on Facebook. Someone was, was like, "What?" Yeah, no. They had they had a oh, I can't think which one it was. Which one was it? Was it? Can't think what pay per view, but I wanted to say it had AJ Styles and somebody else on it. Uh-huh. Can't think what it was, and they were asking like forty five hundred for that one. And I'm like, "What are you all doing?" I can understand maybe the damn chair was signed. Yeah, but not for. And they said there was not someone to come. Is it signed? Nah, it's not signed. I got lucky when I bought when I found these No Mercy chairs from two thousand five, the one with Eddie Guerrero on it and everything. The person, um, I th- I found two, one for me, one for my nephew. The second person sold their sold me theirs for two hundred dollars, and it had Batista's signature on it. My nephew was trying to take that one. I said, no. But uh, yeah, I got lucky with that one. But it's like, I've seen these same chairs not signed on eBay for like $700, $800. I know the significance of the chair, but damn, that's too much. And then like people trying to sell the WrestleMania chairs for like 1000 SummerSlam chair from this past is 500 on Facebook. The Brock. Oh, yeah. That's that's my chair I'm getting. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah that's the one I'm waiting on. Jolie. That's the one she's waiting on. She's gonna sit on Brock's face, huh? Right. No, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting on it. <laughs> the only one of these that I've ever really sat on is my Rey Mysterio chair because that's actually my chair from the show. It was a uh, TLC 2010. And the 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 thing with me and the chairs, people think I'm nuts for this and everything for spending so much money on these. But yes, I didn't sit close for all these events. But each chair that I own, I've actually been to the event. So. That's what kind of holds it a, like a little significant for me. It's like well, I've actually been to all of these events. Well, I can't say that because I've never been to an actual pay per view. We got to get you to a pay per view. This is bullshit. Which my first one will probably be day one in Atlanta on New Year's. You better go. You better go. That's our plan. We're trying. We're gonna. We're definitely gonna plan because we wanted to go last year, but oh, I love that one chair. This is one like. Sorry, y'all. We're randomly looking at chairs. Oh, I want that one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's the one I was just looking at. One hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah, like ooh. Yes, I was set on that chair. Thank you very much. Oh, here's the one from day one for last year that has big old face of Roman on it. 
<laughs> oh, your mom let you sit on that. True. <laughs> oh, hell, I got this one back here with Roman and Brock. Uh, I, I just, this is, this is what I love about wrestling. And this is what, like, you know, a lot of the internet wrestling community forgets about, especially the toxic uh, fan base, is that, you know, this is about people coming together. This is about people having fun. This is about, you know, forgetting shit for a little while. Who who said, Wyndham said that. Bray Wyatt said that. Oh, yeah. And it was like, ooh, it's so cryptic. It's like, no, I'm just saying that this is what this is about. Exactly. That's like, I'll jump back to um, Adam Page from um, when I met him at GalaxyCon. You know, I told him and he told me that little secret. He basically said, I just asked him, he says, I, mean, I don't know how it came up, but he says, I love meeting wrestling fans because he says, you know, in so many ways, they're like us. They connect like we do, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, connecting with their fa- like Joyce said, connecting with the fans, watching the shows, connecting with your wrestlers, meeting your favorite wrestlers. And, you know, it just feels right. And then, you know, back when I met Killer Cross in June and the fact that I introduced myself as Kayla at Writer Chaos on Twitter and they're like, I see you. It's like, oh, shoot. You know, you notice, you know, they notice, you know, and then stat, you know, remembered, you know, that I stopped by her booth earlier, you know, and it's just these are the moments that they remember, the moments that we're going to remember. And that's just what makes, you know, wrestling than what it is and like step back if it wasn't honestly for Vince McMahon we wouldn't be in this position we wouldn't have this great feeling and that's what people need to understand we have these moments yes as much as we hate Tony Khan and you know Cody Rhodes helped out build AEW we wouldn't be able to meet our favorites that we've had and that's what I love about you know even with your independent wrestlers it's just just Mm -hmm. a great feeling and moment exactly well it's like the oh. fact that that sergeant slaughter remembered me after two years right at two different events one in new york and one at Re- and at the access at wrestlemania 35 well they're both in new york right. but... <laughs> yeah all right i did mention this at the beginning of the show so we gotta get into this a little bit so um everyone keeps saying like uh usa they want their a wall title on on Raw now and everything, so talks been about splitting up the titles and everything. Well, as New Zero tweeted out, I'm told right now there's three options for Clash main event to how to get the belt off Roman. I'm also told he will not be leaving Clash with both belts. I won't reveal the options just yet, but want to see what everyone thinks they could be. I got several. I got several ideas in my head. What do you think, Kayla? Give them two matches. Uh, <laughs> make them work for it. Um, well, I mean, I really don't know how they're, you know, they would do it. Um, I know I've seen that Fox wants Roman on SmackDown. Um, but they could take however they want to split. I honestly think because it was originally made for Monday Night Raw. Um, Universal title honestly needs to be the one to go back to Monday Night Raw. Keep WWE Championship on SmackDown. Um, change the color again, but okay. Yeah, well. But they might keep that one on there. Either one, but how is it going to pan out? I don't know. Um, 
but I will jump to what Julie has said later. Um, I do want to eventually see him get that WWE championship, have his WrestleMania moment later on, but I don't want to see Cross honing a title right now. Because he just came back? He just came back. Okay. If he does, then, well, Triple H, you got something up your sleeve, and you, you TikTok, everyone's might as well kiss that title goodbye because no one's going to want to step up to him and Scarlett. Uh, <laughs> but no um how are they going to do it i'm really not sure um so i'm pretty sure our gesture might have an idea so i'm gonna throw it over her so she can throw her ideas out but i do if i had if i had to take a choose i would like to see the universal title go back to monday night raw if that was my opinion but hey either way right. yeah puzzling so my idea for this is that cross gets added into the match Okay. The stipulation is if Drew pins Roman or pins Cross, he wins the Raw title and he gets moved to Raw. Okay. If Cross okay. does it, Cross moves to Raw. SmackDown title will stay on okay. Roman. Right. So... I could see that happening, but I could also see them saying, you know, two matches. So let's say Drew, they flip a coin and Drew has to go for the Raw title, the red title. Right. And he wins. Well, then, you know, fuckery be afoot and Cross will lose because the smoke show will meet the walrus and. Smoke show will take the damn walrus down. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. When you got something waddling after you like that, it doesn't matter how good you are. It's still scary. And I hope everyone's. I fucking love Heyman. I just call him the walrus because that's what he reminded me of. Um, but, no. I, I just feel that they what they need to do is they need to decide who they want to ship over to Raw. Now. The draft is coming up from rumors. And I think if they were going to do a draft, have Drew or Cross win the red title and just put them on Raw. I don't mind if Cross wins the title because that means if Cross moves, gets the title, gets moved to Raw, you've got Seth Rollins still there because I'm pretty sure they're going to keep Becky on Raw mm-hmm. and keep Seth on Raw. Sorry, my phone buzzed. Um, you'd have Kevin Owens. You could also have them pull Sami Zayn over and have Sami and KO be the one to take the tag titles off of the Usos. I've heard a lot of people want that to happen. Mm-hmm. They need to be separate again, too. Champa and Cross. Champa and Cross have got history. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There are so many more combinations if, if, and don't get me wrong, and everybody knows that I fucking love Drew McIntyre. But I, until he gets proper backup or comes back to his full blown heel, because I love him as face, but you know, if he went heel and teamed up with Seamus and his crew, that'd be a pretty unstoppable force. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and could we please give Butch back his real name? 
I mean, you already gave Angel Garza back his last name. And congratulations, Angel, if they had a baby girl. Yay! And um, Umberto is getting his last name again. And there's been talks, and Dewdrop and uh, H have been talking about her name, too. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, again, and I will constantly stress this, it is a fucking name. It don't mean shit. If you can't wrestle... Your name could be Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and you look like a giant poof. But you can wrestle your head off, and you become Triple H and the fucking running the fucking company. Mm-hmm. Or you could wrestle like a piece of shit and go bye-bye. Now let me ask y'all. Now let me ask y'all this: Do y'all see a certain um, idiot with a briefcase coming into play? For separating the titles? Because he still has it. Just because he has the briefcase doesn't mean he's going to win fucking shit. I honestly do believe that they will not follow Vince's path with him. He is going to fail. And I think with the resurgence of Dexter Loomis, the possibility of Indy coming up to Raw with Dexter. Because I want my index back. <laughs> she tweeted out, said something with little eyeballs with that little coat with him with the from Raw. She had pulled little eyeballs out. My hubby. <laughs> <laughs> the the rumors that Gargano is coming back and he's bringing Candace. Like that right there. If they brought that back and they create the way again, ooh, like. There are so many possibilities, especially with this whole Triple H era. And to everybody saying, well, well, what if this is actually Vince and Vince is being a puppet master and yada yada? Okay. No. Hold, hold on. Oh, well, let me let me break this down to you. They found out that he paid out more money secretly from the shareholders. That is a crime punishable by jail time now i get it he's in his 70s he's getting older i mean nobody wants to send an elderly person to to jail i'm perfectly fine with this especially in cases like this and uh and others i feel that if you do a crime doesn't matter what the crime is if you are found guilty of said crime yo ass go to jail so i don't think he has any any touch in the WWE at all. And I want to point out that I think the person that because they said somebody narked on Vince. There's a rumor that somebody narked on him. I think it was Linda. (laughs) It was her. It was me, Vincent. It was me all along because you're a piece of shit. Man. Actually, Vince does take part in WWE. He sits in front of the table every night, pulling his, uh, in front of the TV every night, pulling his hairs off because of what he got rid of, Triple H is bringing back. <laughs> and y'all are going to like... I mean, he, he, I love that one picture. Like It's just, just him staring. Like, it's the meme, and it's like all the people behind it. It's just, he's just catatonic watching it. And mm-hmm. it's just like... I haven't had this much fun 
watching wrestling, watching WWE. SummerSlam, like we said, was the end of an era. God damn, did it kickstart a new era. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's like, like y'all gonna like this. This um, There's a picture on Instagram. Uh, Rhonda posted out. It was her drop, dumping that money on the table. She says, use that cash wisely, WWE. Maybe it can help with those quote-unquote budget cuts. Bring back some asses for me to kick. I mean, I will say this. We all blamed Nick Khan. But it turns out it might not have been Nick. Exactly. And for that, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Same. But like, like I said, we honestly ripped apart Nick Khan because we didn't think Vince would be that stupid. But then again, he is in his 70s and people do get senile. So... And, you know, kind of his racism was showing a little bit with the people that he cut. Um, and the return of Hit Row, the return of Dexter Loomis, the return of Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, whatever, and Scarlet, and the fact that they're together and they have the, the music and you have Drew calling him Leather Daddy, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and the fact that they're being hilarious with their fucking products again, with the Roman shirt, who's your daddy? Yeah. You know, I know every gay man is buying that shirt and every butch lesbian is buying that shirt. They know how to market shit now. <laughs> but this has been the best couple weeks wrestling, but and they're like, well, oh, the, the ratings dipped. Yeah, by like 10,000 because people always watch after a major pay-per-view. And it's still summertime, you schmucks. Right. Kids are starting to get back into school. I know, I think, like, a lot of people that I, I follow, like, their kids are back in school or they're going back to school. Colleges, colleges are starting to go in. You know, it, you're, you're going to have the drop-off and you're going to have Monday Night Football again. Mm-hmm. But now you have something to compete with Monday Night Football, especially with who, whoever's playing. I mean, and then, and then Hell SmackDown did like two point four million, which is some of the best work it's had. Yeah, I like to see Rampage pull that. But then, like, then you see these idiotic tweets and everything say WWE is really is really relying on signing ex WWE talent instead of building their own talent. LOL. Again, Triple H writing wrongs because some of these people who've been released over the last year or so should not have been released at all. It was Vince being, it was Vince and Laurinaitis being absolutely fucking stupid. And then getting rid of Laurinaitis was probably one of the best things they could do. And I'm sorry, Kevin Dunn, yo bitch ass, gotta go too. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, I think his days are numbered as well. Man. Oh, but I found something else on in I saw this one on Instagram. Well, it was like it was someone posted on Twitter, but it was from Instagram and everything. Kayla, what do you think about this? Dakota, she's she tweeted out a picture of the promo for Clash at the Castle with um for their uh six uh six woman tag match and everything. She tweets out or she sent out, I smell war and I'm game. So some some people are like teasing like, oh, they're gonna possible war games. It's three on three, but damn. Um. Wait. Oh. Oh. Well, they have. They would. They would probably have. They probably have to add a fourth person each side, but 
She tweets out, I smell war and I'm game. So Russell Talk tweeted out saying, a WWE star has teased the return of war games for Clash at the Castle. Okay. And this is why I said, oh, Becky could be back by then. It's in Liberty Weekend. One, two, three. It's like less than three weeks. And the injury that she has, depending on the severity of it, can take up to four to 12 weeks to heal. And that bitch is already training. I'm just saying. And if not, you could bring back Tegan Knox. There's people that they can bring back. And there are people that would join Bailey's side. Yeah. So. Either way, if we don't get war games now, we're going to get war games eventually. Wait, thank you. Kind of interesting. Um, they get four on four. And uh, there's a lot of people that would join Bailey's side, and you know, and a lot of people that join the other side. So it's, I don't know. I just, I'm excited for this match because you know, you know, the ladies are volunteer that matchup, regardless of the tag team involvement, crazy. So. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely exciting to watch. I mean, it's like, um, it's like, we're not doing our our predictions for like a couple of weeks and everything, but it's just like the card that they're putting together already is just like, um, unbelievable. Whew. All right. That's all. That's all I had for tweet. Did Kayla, do you have any tweets this week or no? Believe it or not, I did not find any this week. That was a shocker. All right. Oh, man. And then, like, tomorrow night on Raw, yeah, this drops on Tuesday, but tomorrow night on Raw, it's, like, Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles for the U.S. title. It's, like, I don't know. I don't know how that came about and everything, but that's going to be that's gonna be insane. So, I was just looking at the people that they cut in between 2020 and 2021. Okay. And who could possibly join... Bailey's side and you know something that just popped on Twitter and she could come back and join with EOS guy to go to Kai and Bailey and that's Kyrie Sane how she could come back you could also have Selena Vega join them because she yeah I I think she's on her way back. She should be back soon, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of Selena Vega, she just popped up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the red hair. Then mm-hmm. I mean, there's like you know we have there's Tegan that they could bring back, especially with it being in Wales. I would honestly love for them to do that. Just like with like even if it's like a one off, I would love for that for her, and just like with. Um, Ricochet, like I, I need him to have a match in Philly, and I would love for them to bring Lince Dorado back just for that, because again, like I said, like Lince, love the, I, I, I connect with the two dudes because of the fact that they're Eagles fans, but like they, like Lince interacts with so many people, yeah, and it's like you know I keep saying, well, when are you gonna come to a game, bro? 
this is my section, you know? Yeah. I'd love to get him on the show, but he only does interviews in the middle of the week and his fee is a hundred bucks. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, trust me. Trust me. I, I, tr- I, I actually reached out to him on DM. That's what he told me. And I was like, eh, a little too steep. Oh, on a side note, when uh, Jolie has said that Becky Lynch is injured but working out on her face with a blown knee, she's still working out. Working out. Fuck! I swear. Stat don't give up. Stat's that's one thing. She's going to keep pushing and pushing to where... Wait, was that Becky or Stat? Oh, Statland. Oh, damn. She she that was uh doing her leg what'd she say? I'm gonna go back to her post. When we don't skip leg days even with a blown out knee. Damn woman. Oh she was, she was doing that the other day too. No wonder Orange Cassidy and uh Trent and them the other uh Trent and Chucky told them they got you slow down, girl, slow down. <laughs> right oh my but god no, she's she's like becky look at becky when she was pregnant you know stats the same way she's going you know injury's not going to slow her down and i think that's what i love about her she's going to do everything she can to get back and get stronger so amen amen to that and rightfully claim what is hers yep amen all right. Well, this has been a long episode. It's like, I know we bullshitted half the time and everything, but hey, bullshitting's fun. <laughs> Especially with the uh, start that it be, you know, WrestleMania tickets going on sale, mm-hmm. Flash of the Castle's coming up, you know, so much is happening, so. Exactly. Jolie, any final thoughts? Go birds. Kayla? Other than uh, Clash of the Castle, Predictions will be fun because there's one match I'll be torn between them, but I think I know who I'm going to pick the winner and I'm going to keep you guys in suspense. Yeah, I know. It's just, I already know what match you're talking about. Which so. match is <laughs> Smarty Pants? The SmackDown Women's Championship match. Okay, Smarty Pants. <laughs> you're going for Shayna. We already know this. Or am I? Y- you are. Oh. <laughs> are you kidding? You- this is us. Come on. I can guarantee you're going to go for Shanna because as much as you love Liv, Shanna has been misused, underutilized, and deserves a title is just as bad. Yeah, I'm probably going for my queen of spades. Yeah. And then we also have to see if Ronda gets added. No, the bitch needs to stay back. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ronda, but stay the hell out. This ain't your moment. Well, we have two weeks. Let's see what happens. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.